everybody. Welcome back to my podcast. We've got another great episode for you guys today, and it's all about Greek life. And today I'm here with Gianna and Connor. So how are you guys doing today? I'm good. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm great. Thank you. All right. So we got a jam-packed episode today with some great topics, great information. Um, But before we get started and I let them introduce themselves, we're just going to do a really quick as always, information from Sacred Heart's website about Greek life. So according to Greek life, for the Sacred Heart population, about 33% of the university is involved in fraternity and sorority life, which is the professional way of saying Greek life, just an FYI. Um, We have raised within the Greek life community over $105,000, and the Cumulative Spring 2022 GPA for the community was 3.27, so really smart. And within our two councils, so the Interfraternity Council or the IFC Council, which is for the fraternity men, we have several organizations. We have Beta Theta Pi, Kappa Sigma, Omega Phi Kappa, Pi Kappa Phi, Delta Tau Delta, and Sigma Chi, which is brand new. And then for the Panhellenic Council, which is the sorority councils, we have Alpha Delta Pi, Chi Omega, Delta Zeta, Kappa Alpha Theta, Kappa Delta, Phi Sigma Sigma, Zeta Tau Alpha, and Delta Delta Delta. So we've got a lot going on here over at Sacred Heart within Greek life. So now that we've got the basics out of the way, do you two want to introduce yourselves and you know your role within Greek life? Sure. You want to go first? I can, yeah. So my name is Connor Cunha. I'm a senior here at Sacred Heart University, a major in computer science with a mathematics and Catholic studies minor. Uh, I'm IFC president, meaning that I sort of oversee the fraternities from a student body standpoint. I sort of see it as like the president of the federal government compared to the state government. It's a really good comparison. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Um, I'm Gianna Kennedy. I'm also a senior. Um, this past year I was the Panhellenic president. Um, I'm a member of Phi Sigma Sigma and Panhellenic Council is made up of a delegate from each um, sorority organization and we would meet Friday mornings at 10 um, just discuss what's going on in the community and yeah. That's what it's been. Yeah, thank you. So as they said, we both have the president of both the two councils that kind of oversee both um, Panhellenic and IFC councils. So you've got top dogs here giving you information. So that's pretty cool. Nice fist bump action going on over here. So, you know, now that, you know, knowing the position that you guys have been in throughout all of your years here at Sacred Heart, just ask you a couple questions about Greek life so that if anybody that's watching that's coming to Sacred Heart wants to get involved, they'll have a nice little perspective from you too. So, you know, my first question to start off before even coming to Sacred Heart or going to college, what was your perspective on Greek life? Because I feel like Greek life, we're going to get this right off the back, has this type of stigma to it. Whether you go to a big school, small school, whatever it entails, what you're involved in. So when you were coming to Sacred Heart and you were thinking about what you wanted to get involved in, what were your thoughts about Greek life? Um, I would say I was definitely nervous going into college as a freshman anyways. Um, I went through recruitment as a sophomore, so I didn't do it freshman year just because I felt like I wasn't ready yet, wanted to see the campus more um, and just get used to being a college student. Um, And so I feel like I didn't know too much about um, returning sorority life or sororities at all. Um, But then as freshman year, like, progressed and everything, I started knowing more, and then I was like, yeah, I have to do it in the fall of my sophomore year um, because I just felt like I wanted to join something that was, like, bigger than myself, I guess. That's the answer I always say. Um, And just, like, find, like, like like-minded people and just the entire, like, Panhellenic community as a whole as well. Yeah, that's great. 
I hated Greek life so much. <laughs> okay. uh, like in high school, just did not like the feel of like a bros. I'm not a, I'm not looking for bros. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't want bros. <laughs> <laughs> I got bros. It's um, but like going into college, I spent my freshman year just looking for a support group, uh, and then did not touch fraternity life with a ten foot pole. And then going into sophomore year, I realized I did not create a group of people who had my back as well as I needed, and so I went forth and found my people which kind of cheated a little bit. My older sister used to go here, and so she kept nagging me about, oh, you should join this organization. They, they fit you. You'd fit right in. And I was always like, no, absolutely not. She got me. <laughs> and here you are, and you both ended up being president of the, the bigger organization outside of Greek life. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I know a lot of people, especially within... Sacred Heart here, or when they go into college, they think that they have to do Greek life right off the bat. Or like you come into freshman year and obviously they're targeting the demographic of freshmen coming in looking for a community. Um, but a, a special thing about here is that you don't have to just be a freshman to rush. Like both of you decided to do it your you know, secondary years coming into school and still found a way to get involved and have a really great respect for it. I know a lot of people, including myself, that went through recruitment during freshman year looking for kind of a stakehold in something within student life just to get myself kind of like settled into Sacred Heart. And I did find that like having that organization was really beneficial for me coming in. But you know, you can still do it later on as well. There's some people that still do it as juniors too, like if they're transferring yeah. in. And it's still such like a stable community that like gives you people to know and to hang out with, especially if you maybe never will cross their paths outside of Greek life. So that's very cool. And Connor kind of touched upon this within his uh, mentioning of his sister going here and trying to find a community for himself. But what kind of influenced your decision to go Greek outside of, you know, other people telling you, was there anything Sacred Heart or any friends that you knew that had already done it that kind of pushed you to look into it? I would say my freshman year roommate had gone through recruitment and just like seeing her go through the process, I was like, oh my gosh, like I don't know if that's for me or whatever. Um, but then as like the year progressed, I started seeing like different organizations. You'd see their like, their letters or just them doing things, having events like philanthropy events or just anything in general. And I was like, oh, that actually seems like really cool. Like kind of interested in that. Um, and I think just like seeing just it around campus and realizing how like prevalent it is at Sacred Heart and like in like the best way, I would say too, because I think like people would compare it to like Big South schools and it's just like not that at Sacred Heart. And I think that's like one of the best things that I guess got me involved in it. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I, I like the comment about the South school thing because I am not somebody who would fit into that type of demographic of like the really big, like you are part of your organization, but that's one of your like main identities. Yeah. Maybe that's kind of a naive way of seeing it, but being, in organizations here, it's not like something to be scared of. It's something more to be mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I'm doing this, this, and this for my community, but I'm also meeting a lot of people. And yeah, I also get yeah. to wear a set of letters that like, mm -hmm. I get to later on 20 years be like, oh my God, I was so-and-so at this university. Like, what are you, where, where are you at? Mm -hmm. And type, you know, all of that stuff. So both of you went through recruitment during your sophomore years. Mm -hmm. And I know that for sorority and for fraternity recruitment, it is very, very different. So, and both of yours was during COVID? Yeah, yeah. mine was online. Okay. So. 
So that will definitely be, and I can also highlight my experience as well since I did it in person, but can you kind of take me through how your recruitment went and what you were feeling while you were talking to people from the organizations? Um, So I can honestly like say in two perspectives too because I was a recruitment counselor this past fall. So um, basically what it is for the women that want to join a sorority, um, you have an orientation on the Thursday before that weekend. and there's a lot of like pre-recruitment events that are going on around campus, just like see familiar faces when you do go into recruitment and all those rooms and stuff. Um, Friday, you would meet all of the eight sororities. You'd go to those rooms for like 20 minutes each. Um, and then the next day, you're gonna meet up to five organizations and then the next day is up to two. Um, and I would say for me, it was definitely a lot of just like anxiety over the not knowing yet of what the weekend would look like. Um, but I feel like because I knew people that were also going through recruitment, like I got closer with them as well. And even when we went into different organizations, like we were still close because you have that panhellenic community type of like vibe going on. Um, and then I would say also from the recruitment counselor perspective that it is a good amount of freshmen that are going through recruitment, but I personally like to just make those sophomores feel a little comfortable because I was nervous going through it as a sophomore too. I was like, oh my gosh, like everyone's a freshman, like this is their first year. I've already had one year under my belt, but it ended up being that it didn't really matter. Like it was just, you're talking to people. It doesn't matter if you're a freshman or sophomore or anything like that. You were kind of just still, I guess, as um, basic as it is to say you're all finding your home. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, for me, oh my God, what was it? So IFC does IFC specific events and then each fraternity will have their own sort of events. We do it a little bit differently, sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. So IFC begins with an, an orientation where we have all the possible new members arrive and we give them basic information about each organization so that they could sort of take that and be like, oh, I like that about this group of guys. Let me go and reach out and find out more. And so then we'll do, uh, IFC will do more sort of events. We do grilling with the Greeks where each fraternity comes out to the quad, wherever. Uh, we'll cater burgers, fries, hot dogs, and then everybody will just hang out, get to know each other. Um, and then each individual fraternity will have table times. They'll go out to the quads, they'll hang out, just get to know everybody. So it's very laid back. It's not as stressful as sorority recruitment seems to be often. Yeah, yours goes on for a longer amount of time, and I think sororities is just the one weekend, then bid day happens, and then all new member education and stuff starts, and then you really get into it. It's it's faster, but it's still totally different than what a fraternity would be like, but they both work well to be so different, Sorority too. recruitment seems like a well-oiled machine. You guys sure, seem to have... Yeah. Somewhat. You've figured it out. Yeah. yeah. I envy it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the recruitment counselors makes it a lot better, because you have your group of, it's about like, tends to be like 20 potential new members or PNMs, and we walk with these girls the first night, so like even if you're new to campus or anything like that, like you have someone that's a sophomore, junior, or senior that's been at Sacred Heart, and they're walking you through it, um, being like kind of just a support system if needed and anything like that. And I think when girls that go through recruitment really feel like they need someone to just talk to about this like really high stress like environment and weekend, like the recruitment counselor's there. And I think that's what helps a lot of people to stick through through the entire weekend, too, because as it is stressful, you know, if you're not um, meeting the group that you wanted on the first day or second day, third day, anything like that, the recruitment counselors, as we were like trained to do, is just like try and talk it through with them, be that support system and kind of just 
make them feel like comfortable with going through with the recruitment process and everything like that because there is a lot that um, do get I guess upset if it's not the one that you, you wanted back but um, a lot of people that stick with it they really end up like super happy at the end of it on bid day and everything like that. Absolutely and I think you know between the two recruitment processes within ours for sorority being four days, three days, and then, you know, you, you start and at the end you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in this one, or this is where I ended up, like this is how my weekend went, versus fraternity where it's like, okay, here's your options, see what you resonate with, and it's on, you're kind of on your own in a way, and you can correct me if I'm wrong since I clearly did not. It feels like that, it okay. certainly does. Like, okay, you're, you know, you're almost, like, find something or the area that you resonate most with and, like, kind of get yourself situated there. And how does the, just, the the bid processing for fraternities work so you get your name into campus director whatever and show up to the events you'll be on the radar of the fraternity and then each fraternity has a preference night where it's invite only attend usually it's sort of business attire and then from there each fraternity will have a voting night where they look at everybody feel each person out and then they will bestow a bid upon you grant the access here is you you may enter (laughs) thank you whereas like sorority it's like everybody gets an envelope and it's like open and everyone's ripping it open and you're like oh my gosh make them sit on that envelope for (laughs) way too long for the recruitment counselors to do their reveal since you're disaffiliated I don't know how they did it I I just got an email and I was like okay cool I was in the Chipotle (laughs) parking lot but I wish I opened an envelope but that's fine I got an email too so it's yeah I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> the I, ways of And then I got my Chipotle. <laughs> I forgot about the email. Yeah. Someone had to tell me. Oh, oh. gosh. Yeah, it was like 4 o'clock, and oh. you have to accept it by 5. Oh. And they're like, hey, um, just checking in. <laughs> do you want this or not? It's like, what do you think about what, you know, was just sent to you? Yeah. Thoughts? Accept we'll decide oh. right now. <laughs> because we are online for things. I see. <laughs> That's so funny. And... I guess for, you know, within the Panhellenic and the IFC councils during recruitment, as Jana said, for sororities, at least, I mean, since I know, you have to disaffiliate from your organization to help PNMs get through the process. And to, in doing so, that's just making sure that there's no biases attached to anything or, you know, you're giving each organization more of a fair shot or just being able to walk in with, like, an open mind, which is something that, you know, I was told going through recruitment, I'm sure you guys are going to told going through recruitment, and then we tell, it's like a full circle, just mm-hmm. like keep an open mind, because it, it really does work out the way that it's supposed mm-hmm. to. Um, and being a recruitment counselor, seeing it from the other side, especially because you were online for yours, yeah. kind of gave you that full circle moment with it. Yeah, for sure, because I was always like, oh, like I didn't have the in-person experience, but then my junior year so like my second year in my organization I was able to do recruitment on the other side and then that was still a little different obviously because of COVID restrictions or anything like that but then my for my senior year this past fall like it was just a totally different experience but it felt much more like fulfilling and stuff because like you see them all open their cards and stuff and like um for myself I didn't have any of my PNMs like run home with me but I was still like you could see how happy they were to like do that and it was almost, I guess, worth it for me to not have that in-person experience because I saw it for all those girls and it was just amazing. So 
Definitely. Yeah. And then for IFC, there's going to be a lot of questions for this one, but for the recruitment style, when you're on the IFC council, do you disaffiliate or is it more of seeing it from a general point of view and trying your best not to push a certain way? You're supposed to disaffiliate. Okay. It's because our recruitment is so different, it's kind of hard to ensure everything's working out Mm -hmm. that way just because it's so hands-off um you should disaffiliate (laughs) we work on it we like we actively check ourselves and be like all right i gotta stop hanging out with my organization i gotta go to the table and just be pretty um but yeah what do you guys i I mean when i think about like the process for my recruitment counselor and not knowing like where she was i feel like that did really help me and it kind of gave like my group kind of like a bonding like oh what do we think like like, what organization is she in like brought us together do you feel that disaffiliating from your organization helps the process more i would say yes because of the fact that if they do like say they don't like my organization like I can't say anything because then that could just like sway them a certain way but also like if they I don't even know how to like describe it but it almost works because they know that I'm not trying to recruit them like I'm just there to like I'm my like style I guess was like kind of just like laid back and like if they needed me they came to me and I was disaffiliated like they didn't have to say anything about my chapter or anything like that like I was just being unbiased and I think the being unbiased helps the PNMs also, like, they're making the decision. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter what chapter I'm attached to or anything like that. It's just, it's up to them. And I think, too, like, because I remember moving in, I saw, like, one, like, organization, like, helped at move-in. Because, like, all the um, fraternities and sororities help out at move-in for freshmen and stuff. And I remember seeing, like, these letters or whatever it was, and I just, like, kept seeing them. And then... I feel like I was that was the only one I thought of and I don't even remember which one it was but that was the only one I thought of and then thinking about if I was someone if they were my recruitment counselor I'd be like oh like I already know where they are so it would totally like sway my decision into and like it also makes you like feel bad if they're like oh like I don't really like that one but like it's just not the right spot for you mm-hmm. and it's not but definitely yeah yeah what do you feel about for like fraternity it's it's hard to say because being that it's so hands-off my opinion is that sort of ifc being so if we if i don't tell them what organization i'm in they don't care right from my perspective uh because we don't have a hand in it like that we're Mm -hmm. not yeah talking to them hey do you need help like can i help you understand something it's we're very much like you know here are our organizations get to it go talk Go socialize. Go mingle. Yeah. Go have fun. Be a golden retriever and just, friends, friends, oh my god, hi friends. <laughs> no, yeah. Go be a bro. <laughs> Boys, <laughs> what's up? You know, it's, I feel like there is no right answer for that because, especially with the two differences of how recruitment goes, for sororities you want, you know, since it is such a big, like, like you were saying, it's not hands-on for you guys, it's very hands-on for sorority. You want the girls to be able to go through and get a feel for everybody without, what word am I looking for? Without, like, deciding that, you know, oh, I don't, like, I'm not going to give it my full part when I go in here because uh, I don't want to. As for, like, 
IFC, like it's such a different process. At the end of the day, like each organization, we're looking for members. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you're looking for. And as much as like for us, like we want to say like, oh, I'm in this one, like you should definitely look at it. You do want them to look at the other ones as well. And like at, in the back of your mind, you're like, please pick this one. Mm-hmm. Like you have like a rush crush, like for yeah. us, I like have somebody I'm talking to. I'm like, oh, like no matter what organization you end up, you're so lucky to but be in there. Mine. And I'm like, but please, please stay because this is such a good conversation. Yeah. Like, you know, but mm-hmm. it's like, you're always so happy for wherever they end up at the end. Like I'm always like, oh, this person ended up there. Like that's such a good fit for them. Yeah. But yeah, that's great. So at Sacred Heart, I feel like, and you guys can tell me if you felt the same way. When I came on my tour, the only mention of Greek life, I don't even think there was a mention of Greek life. It was like, here are our rocks, and these are our organizations. (laughs) Thanks for coming. I'm like, oh, okay. But again, I toured four years ago, five years ago. I don't even remember mine. I didn't go on a tour. Oh, okay. And you're here. Yeah. My sister went here, so <laughs> yeah, I just kind of... Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See what she experienced. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. My okay. brother almost did that, too. But he's like, actually, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to copy you. That's so funny. I don't... All I remember hearing from, like, literally any tour, not even Sacred Heart, was we don't have houses or something like that. Because that's yeah. what everyone thinks of when you think of fraternities or sororities. It's like, oh, you have your house and everything like that. But... I don't even, like, remember. The only thing I remember from Greek life when I was a freshman was them helping us move in, and that was mm-hmm. literally it. But the tours, I couldn't even tell you. Did they say anything on tours? Like, I don't I don't even know. Like, I was... Because I remember, like, when I first came, I knew we had Greek life, and that's where I was still on, like, the teetering point of, like, do I want to go through yeah. recruitment? Like, I don't know if it's for me. Like, I'm very much, like up to myself like Mm -hmm. I was still like very very shy when I came in and I still think I'm like a little bit more reserved but like now I'm definitely like ah like out of my shell Mm -hmm. a little bit more um but then I was like walking around the hallway and they do this on purpose obviously you wear the letters and like the organizations but I'm walking around I'm like oh my god like is everybody here a part of Greek life yeah I feel like I saw the same sweatshirt like every single day when I was walking around I was like okay so maybe I do want to do this no that literally after I didn't go through recruitment freshman year because I was too nervous I was like oh like I wish it was like another opportunity to do it like in still freshman year but not but then I was like "Eh, okay I'll just wait more but doing it sophomore year and then I started noticing it so much more and I was like oh yeah like this this was the right choice for me I guess but yeah it's it it literally is the same sweatshirt every time or like the same letters (laughs) or it's like oh my god like I Honestly, sometimes even the same person. I'm like, I just saw you. And they're like, is this a sign? And you're like, no. (laughs) You're just walking through the hallway. Maybe the universe is telling me to do recruitment. Or, you know. Sleeper marketing. They're just getting in there. Yeah. They're not ready for it. You're just, you close your eyes and you're like, Greek letters. (laughs) Is that by Sigma (laughs) Sigma? In the distance? (laughs) I asked this. I like, so this is like weird. I don't know if this is, you can cut this out or whatever. But like, when I was going through recruitment, I like, kept like getting things with like twos and stuff because like I was number two in high school and 12 in high school and I like just like the number two and I was like oh my god like five sigma sigma is the only one with the double letter and I was like that's the one like that was my like (laughs) mentality and it worked but it's a little crazy but it's fine no you know you know you can think of it as one I mean you know sometimes sometimes signs happen or it's just you just convincing yourself that that's what you need but it's fine it happens signs are real I, you know what, I honestly, if things are there and it, like, validifies something I'm thinking yeah. about, I'm like, oh, that was definitely a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God was telling I'm me. I'm like, I'm yeah. running with this one. 
I'm just I'm just gonna take this as my confirmation and just yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're it's gonna do that. Should I get Taco <laughs> Bell tonight for dinner? Oh my god, Can I saw a commercial. <laughs> oh, it's five thirty six it's dinner time. <laughs> Guys, it's a it's a song. Yeah. I want you to come back later and like say if you get a, an advertisement for Taco Bell. Yeah. Just now that we're talking about this. Yeah, for sure. Totally sidetrack sure. from Greek life, but like we need No, but like, like I'm going to open Instagram back. and it's going to be you want a Crunchwrap's room? Like, yes. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I was exactly what I'm thinking about. <laughs> now that you mention it, you know. Um, but not sponsored. <laughs> Circling back. It's not an ad. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by We're going to see this on TV later. Cheesy Dorita Glupa. Get it. Cheesy Dorita. Some new words. Oh my goodness. Sorry, sorry. I love being involved in fraternity especially when you could do a mass Uber Eats order. They do Chipotle fundraisers. Guys. Now we're I would back. fiend over those Chipotle mm, fundraisers. Yeah. That's where you see the the fraternity and the sorority lives like intertwine. Yeah, it's like somebody has a Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> when worlds collide. Yes, yes. Literally. Not on campus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, I was gonna ask because when like knowing coming in and you're like, wow, Greek life is so big here. And I fully did not expect it to be or just anticipated it to be because I felt like there wasn't as much, like, notion to it when I was coming because, obviously, they're talking about the academics. That's why I'm doing this podcast, to give give a little bit of insight on student life. But what do you think um, some of the perks of being in Greek life are based on, like, your decision to join? And, like, what do you think that students would benefit from if they decided to do Greek life? Um, I mean, if someone is, like, focused on community service, which is something that I was really interested in, um, because I did a lot in high school and stuff, I was like, I want to do that, and I knew that all these chapters have a philanthropy and stuff, so you automatically have at least two philanthropy events a year. You're doing fundraisers, you're doing all this stuff, and you're also just, like, meeting people, and it's, I was saying this to someone, I was like, you just have one more person to say hi to in the hallway, because, like, if you're wearing the same... Um, like merch as someone else you're like oh my god like hey like I know you or you're both wearing it and you did a little like hey, <laughs> um, but like even after joining I had like two positions in Phi Sig like I was um, the financing like uh, position assistant and then I did a fundraising position uh-huh. as well um, and there was just like so many opportunities to do things too and also just to like connect with people because like as we all were orientation leaders like um, I feel like I connected with the other girls that were orientation leaders and in Phi Sig too because it was just like a joint kind of like thing and all mm-hmm. that. Um, but then also too like growing out of like the just Phi Sig mindset and going onto Panhellenic, I feel like I was so just like so many doors opened and I just had like the ability to do so much more like with the entire Panhellenic community and instead of just my organization. And I feel like I got closer with my organization too by. Um, being on Panhellenic Council, and it was just, honestly, it's just opportunity, and there's just opportunity if you want to grab it. I mean, if you don't want to um, have all these positions and blah, 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 and all executive board and stuff, like, you don't need to, but it's there, and, like, you have the option to do it, and for me, as someone that, like, if I'm joining something, I want to do the most possible, and, like, that was just, like, perfect for me to have that opportunity and ability to, so. Yeah. In high school, I was a Boy Scout, and okay. I got exactly that. Like, I was... What is it? Scout's honor. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
but like I came into college thinking, oh, I need like a brotherhood situation because I liked it in, in high school. And so I joined the Air Force ROTC. Mm. Not what I was looking for. It's been a I pleasure. didn't even know we had that. It's through Yale. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I've always seen people walking with those and I was like, that is cool. Oh. So I did that for like a few weeks. Mm. I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, and I like, as I said earlier, I was looking for a support group. Um, went in, found it. I got a group of people who completely different to me, but who all have my back, <clears throat> who all like are there to support me, whatever I want to do. Um, philanthropy, of course, because Boy Scouts, you're out doing service projects and fraternities. It's the best being able to wake up early on like a Saturday or Sunday and like go wherever and just like pick up garbage off the street, hanging out with the boys, doing a little chit chat. It's great. It's very like therapeutic. It's very uh, not fulfilling. Fulfilling is the word I was looking for. Uh, Thank you. Um, And just having that and like we have a group chat for my fraternity for just like mutual assistance where you're in an emergency you need help asap throw in the chat hey my car broke down hey like i need this tool now you have a ton of people who are like all right on my way send me your address what's going on and it is yeah my my love language is acts of service so i just sit in that group chat and I'm like I love my brothers. Let me help you. Yeah, me, yo, love you, boys. Let me assist you. Is it 1 a.m. and you need a ride home? Doesn't matter. Right here, guys. Your brother's here. Hello. Your Give brother's here. I might be sleeping, but listen, I got a I phone call. I will wake up I'm for on my, my way. brother. I'm on my way. It's like a, it's like a Batman signal. Yeah. On my way. me notification. They need me. Imagine he just runs out. Sorry, the brothers need me. Gotta go. Beta is calling. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, well, that's good. Like, I honestly, I can relate to both of those. Like, within um, a community service standpoint, I feel like my organization, I mean, Chi Omega, for, <laughs> for reference, um, I really like that the way that we're so connected with our philanthropy. And I have been able to see, like, how, you know, my volunteer hours or, like, where my donations go to, like, I'm seeing it make a difference, like, in my own community. And that's, like, being able to do that with, like, a unified group of individuals who all have like the same goal and still want to like support each other and like create like a fruition within the organization for a bigger purpose that's really like exciting and something that I will cherish within my um you know years here at Sacred Heart and even just being a part of a community and be able like you said being able to say hi to people in the hallways like when I was a freshman I had somebody who I knew was a senior um I didn't think she knew who I was at all um, but I was walking down the hallway wearing a sweatshirt, and she saw me. She was like, oh, my gosh, hi, how are you? Like, how's everything going? And I was just standing there like, oh, my God, you know who I am? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Like, yeah, yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I'm doing so well. Thanks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm, I think that I wish that Sacred Heart marketed their, their Greek life a little bit harder because yeah. there are so many people who, like, this is their main involvement, and mm-hmm. this is, like, the main part of their Sacred Heart experience. They've met their best friends through it lifelong like uh, girls during recruitment are like I've met my bridesmaids here like mm-hmm. there's you know it's such a great community Sacred Heart push that more yeah we got it's a great good. community here it's really good it's uh, not bad it's not bad not at all <laughs> 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 um to circle back just to the Panhellenic and IFC council when you guys were you know you had to obviously apply for that process to be a part of that board what kind of made you want to be a part of an additional board for 
uh, Greek life here at Sacred Heart? Mm, well, if we're going to be honest, apply for your own board first, because those are normally earlier. A lot of people apply. There's only so many positions that you could really get. And I was like, okay, like, whatever. Didn't get that. But, like, I still needed to, like, do something. I was like, I need some leadership, something just to be involved in more than I was already. And so the Panhellenic Council, a lot of people had always told me, like, oh, like, you should do that. Like, you seem like you would really, like, fit the role there. Like, I know, um, I think a girl that was, like, two years older than me was on it. And she was like, you would do so well on it. Like, you should totally do it. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to. Like, <laughs> I don't really, like, feel like that would, whatever, suit me or anything. But, you know, president now. So, you know, it worked. But, um... I feel like I saw more of just, like, a professionalism with the Panhellenic Council interviews. Like, there was an application, but you also had an interview. And, like, not every chapter does interviews. It's kind of just the whole process is different for everyone. And I just felt, like, more, I guess, professional doing this interview. And I was like, okay, like, I could actually see myself doing this. And I got more of, like, the fulfilling type of thing where it was like, okay, like, I'm not one just benefiting myself or my chapter. It's everyone. And, like... I think by doing that too, I was able to get different perspectives because the Panhellenic Council um, is obviously made up of delegates, but also the Panhellenic Executive Board. And that has people of almost every organization that we have on campus. Um, so I just got to see more of a perspective on that too. And it was just, you know, whatever got me there honestly didn't really matter because it was just in the end, it was like the best thing I've ever done. So, yeah. We had, like, a very similar yeah. train into it. Yeah. Because I, like, also ran for my own e-board. Yeah. Didn't get that, but I was still, like, I need to be a leader somewhere yeah. involved in fraternity life. And I had been a delegate previously for the IFC, knew how it worked. My fraternity twin was previously the president right before me. And so we'd, like, we'd always hang out, so we'd chit-chat, and he'd be like, hey, I'm working on this idea, like, tell me how you think, or, like, hey, I have this problem, I'm trying to solve it, here's what I'm thinking, give me ideas. And he, he kind of groomed me without us knowing to yeah. become the next president. And he was like, oh, by the way, elections are up and you didn't get your fraternity, so move mm. it, like, get this. Yeah. It's like, here's <clears throat> the application. One door closes, at another it. one opens. It's, it's almost, it was a sign. <gasps> Circling back to the sign. <laughs> It really is, though. Like, that's such a good point, because a lot of the people, like, I know a lot of the girls, especially in my organization, who did run for positions, well, we do it a little, dif a little differently, but didn't end up getting a position on, you know, their original executive board, but then they took their talents to benefit not only their own board, but the mm -hmm. entire, like, organization of Panhellenic or IFC. So I think that's such a, you know, a great point. Like, if one thing doesn't work out for you, something else just might be right around the corner that's yeah. 10 times better. Mm -hmm. Like, can you guys imagine what your Greek life experience would be like if you didn't have this past year on either council? I don't even know. Like, I feel like it made me just, like, love my organization more because I got closer with the girls that were on my executive board because the delegate was at the meetings on um, Friday mornings. And, like, I got closer with um, my, like, president at the time, too, because we were both kind of going through the same thing. And it was just, like... I don't even know what my experience would have been like if I didn't apply and, like, get this position because I, I don't even know. Like, I was just, like, the position of president was just, like, my life at that time and, like, in the best way possible, too. But, yeah, I don't I don't know what it would be like. I would have just pulled out. I would have been so 
like non-existent. Yeah, it's a horrible it thing to say, have, but like, but like it made me more. It made me care a lot more. Yeah, yeah, because you actually see like the back end stuff. Because like, as both like presidents, we work directly with the fraternity and sorority life staff. So the director, like Nick, the assistant director Catherine, and then the graduate assistant May, like. I feel like we are all so close with them in a like professional way, but also like if we needed to, we could talk to them. And then the biggest part about our position too was like we're like a liaison between like the students and like the higher ups professionals and stuff. And I feel like that was like super fulfilling too because it was like, okay, like I'm actually being heard and they actually want my opinion. So I feel like, I don't know if that was the same it for was you, really but great. like yeah. I was like, oh, like, okay, this actually will work because student life is also working with people that work for us yeah yeah definitely and i feel like too and i don't think it's a bad thing to say that you would have withdrawn from it because i think that our our experiences and our involvement not only like within college is what we make of it Mm -hmm. so if you knew like there's some people who are completely content and fine being a member and just being there for the ride watching and just like contributing when you can and then there's people who really want to have a hands-on approach to it and if you're you have you know these skills and oh my god I really want to get involved but I I don't know how like Mm -hmm. haven't been given an opportunity to like that makes sense so being able to you know take your talents and being able to still use it for what you want to do maybe it's not the track that you originally wanted yeah but it worked out yeah better yeah it's great so within like Greek life as a whole and this will be kind of one of our and close to the ending questions, do you have any, from the top of your head, do you have any, like, feel-good stories or moments from being in Greek life that, like, if somebody asked you, like, what was your favorite thing about Greek life being in college? That's such, like, a large question. Like, I can yeah. give you some time to think. I have a very funny one. Um, so my freshman year, I was, we'll, we'll track a little bit. So I have a food allergy. This is going to be a very interesting story, but you, both of you are like, where are we going with this? Yeah. So I have a food allergy, and it's an allergy that requires having, like, an EpiPen, and I have only ever had a reaction once in my life. So it's always on the back burner a little bit. Should be a little bit more, you know, should be more in the front forefront, but I just... Eh. So I had gotten, like, something to eat earlier in this day, and I had gone to, like, a sports practice at night, and my body was starting to show, like, a bunch of signs that, like, something was wrong. But, of course, me being stupid, I'm like, oh, it's cold out. Like, I haven't run in a while. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. What ended up happening was later in that night, and it was, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, I ended up having an allergic reaction, like, in my dorm room, where I was like, okay, like, I should probably go to the hospital. My Neither me or my roommate didn't have cars, obviously. So I had called my mom. She's like, why don't you call public safety? I'm like, I don't want someone taking me from public safety. Yeah. So I called my big for my sorority. She picked up immediately. She's like, meet me here. I'll be here. Like, what do you need me to do? Like, I'll come grab you. Like, all of this stuff. She sat with me in the waiting room. She was texting my mom. And it was just like, I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have that. Like, if I didn't have my big, I didn't, like, I love her. She's my best friend. Like, she is my mom. Um, And my mom the next day was like, joining Greek life in the end probably was like your best decision mm-hmm. because now you have connections like that who people that are there for you like no matter what like we didn't get back until like three o'clock in the morning she probably yeah. had like I don't remember if she had a class or something mm-hmm. but it was like no questions asked like like you and your group me the brothers uh, yeah. <laughs> but like if somebody asked me like what what was one of the things that you got from Greek life I'm like I've got people who will drop everything for me and you know yeah all of that so that's my fun little <laughs> tidbit relying <laughs> hmm I think, honestly, like, 
just this past year as being Panhellenic president, I feel like it's been my best experience because so just even in the most like weird way. So the vice president, um, we like clicked so fast and it was like a little freaky in a way. Like, I think the way that we like acted towards each other, like people would have thought we were friends forever. And I think that was like one of the best things because we were one, like really good friends outside of our positions, but then we could bring that into our like weekly meetings as an executive board and into council and all that stuff. And it was, I felt like so, I guess like supported because it was like a united front of the president and the vice president. And I I just, I don't know. I feel like it was just so like, yeah, like I, this was a good thing. Like I got like a really good friend out of this but also just like it made the experience much more enjoyable. And I feel like we both would agree that having each other as like the right hand woman type of thing kind of made both of our experiences like so just great in general. You yeah. hung out with us too. Yeah, I guess. You're pretty no, it was, It's fantastic. <laughs> they, had I not just heard that you guys didn't know each other yeah. beforehand, yeah. I would have assumed that Yeah, it's almost like it's weird. It doesn't make sense. Is, but like we both had like the same experience where like I need to do something. And then we both just like clicked so fast and we're like, oh, okay, like maybe this will make the experience even like so much more fun and just like enjoyable. And we would like agree on all the things that we needed to agree on. And it was just like, just made the experience so much better. Yeah. It's wonderful. That is. Mine's not as fun. I mean, it's okay. Or as life threatening. I just. Yeah, that's such a. I know. I went from like a zero to a hundred up, like, example, but I was. So I almost died, and that was my favorite part of being in a story. And I love my bag. (laughs) She's great. Uh Well, like, yeah. I, like, going through the recruitment process, I met. Weird. So my VP of education lived in a house with some members of our fraternity, but like also just like mutual friends. And I would just go to their house and just hang out and like no call. I would just walk to their house, doors unlocked, do homework in the living room. They wake up. They're like, what the hell are you doing here? I'm like, just chilling. And I would be there all day and it, we'd spend time together. We just watch TV, do whatever, grab food. It was just it was exactly what I needed. And that was the best part, because I, like, freshman year, rough, whatever, going into sophomore year, found the group that I needed, and, like, just immediately, I was there. That's great. That's so funny. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm just, just hanging out. Oh, what, are you, paper, what are you doing here? And mm-hmm. I just didn't want to I just my let room. myself in. <laughs> the door was unlocked. So your That's fault. That's on you. <laughs> Remember to lock your doors. Yeah. But you know what? You never know who might walk in. Welcome Connor Cunha might be in your living room tomorrow. <laughs> I'm coming to your living room <laughs> oh right God. now, walking But there. only if you're in beta. <laughs> so as we're, you know... We're winding down. Thank you for sharing your experiences with Greek life for me, for me with me, for the people. Thank you, people. Um, thank you, people, <laughs> for listening, for, watching. Thanks for letting thanks, us Thanks, people. Share. Appreciate it. Thank you for supporting my senior project. Love. Um, so when you think about Greek life, especially because, you know, well, Connor already graduated. Just learned that today. You already graduated? Last semester. Is that crazy? Last early, yeah. See you guys. Right? I know, now it's getting too I real. So that's why I don't see you in the hallway yeah, yeah, yeah. anymore. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. It's depressing. What do you do? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. You need beta. <laughs> it's okay, he's still there. Where are my brothers? He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you think? Okay, so now that Connor's graduated, and we're almost graduating, which is so sad, um, how do you think Greek life is 
now from being through it and having a different perspective from it, like what is different about it than what you first expected? Everything? Because <laughs> I feel like everything is my answer. Um, me. Me. I'm different. Um, I, mm, I don't know. I don't even know. I feel like little little Gianna, sophomore Gianna, two years ago, whatever, but it's fine, um, was like a little bit reserved in a way, which is like probably surprising because I could talk to anyone, but I feel like it was like a confidence boost too because you know that like you don't know everyone necessarily, but like it's like, oh, okay, like I see them. I do recognize them. It's like a comfort thing. And I feel like, I looked up to like the older girls because I remember like when I was in my my Zoom room um, and I was speaking to someone who like I'd known prior, she'd like ask the president to come into the room and speak to me and I was like, oh my God. But then I saw her in the hallway and I was like, oh my God, like that's the president. Like that's so cool. Like I actually see her. And I feel like sometimes if someone like would see me, they'd be like, oh my God, like blah, blah, blah. Like she's older, but she's in my sorority. And because someone, someone recognized me from hosting Greek Sing last year. Really? Yeah, like during during recruitment. And I was like, oh my God, she probably knows like what organization I'm in, whatever, but she wasn't my group anyways. But she was like, you like hosted the, the dance thing. And I was like, yeah, like I did. And then another girl who like uh, is a freshman now who joined, she was like, yeah, you were wearing the, like the purple set and like you were dressed as Elton John on, on bid day and stuff. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, I was hoping my envelope said five sig when I opened it. I was like, oh my God. So, like, full circle, I guess, is the, the way that it's changed in, I guess, my perspective on it and other people's perspective of me. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Cool. I expected nothing good. <laughs> like, coming into college, I was like, absolutely not. Fraternities are so... I thought the stigma was real. And then I yeah. found out that they're just a bunch of golden retrievers. <laughs> yeah. Looking to make friends. Play yeah. ball. Sure. <laughs> You bring a football to a fraternity, bro, and just throw it. <gasps> oh my god! Hey, tell me, tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not, because at Growing with the Greeks, and I gave them all frisbees. They loved. Oh, it. we got excited. Uh -huh. Oh, a frisbee? Yeah. You're done. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> just a simple group of friends, simple yeah. activities. We just want to play. Bunch of dogs. <laughs> rough, rough. <you> know? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my time. It's been really fun. <laughs> rough, rough, and I'm out. <laughs> Bark. I just where got my, it. Where are my dogs at? Um. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. Um, <laughs> we keep it real on this podcast. Yeah. We really do. Unedited. That's the whole point. Um, we'll, give, we'll give you a final question. <clears throat> And what would it be to, if there's any new students watching this, have made it through this episode? I'm hoping you're laughing at all of this because this is a really entertaining episode. Yeah, wait. Just wait. Wait till the end. <laughs> we got it. Um, what would you tell them about, you know, if they want to get involved in Greek life or if they want to get involved in college, what would your, your advice be to them? Say yes to, like, everything. Like, if... It just anything you like I remember like joining a club or something and I was like okay like I don't really want to but then I was like nah yeah maybe I will and then it was like okay join the sorority and I was like okay like you just gotta do it and even if you don't like it then you stop doing it but you gotta try it at least yeah 
ask questions. Mm. Fully understand everything. It's a good one. Yeah, do your best. It's fair. It's another one. Yeah. It's a good one. Love it. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah, if you if you ever have any questions about Greek life, you know, you've got a lot of different organizations that have their information up on their socials. Um, IFC and Panhel also have their own socials. So you can go stop over there. Um, but yeah, thanks for hanging out with us. And I will see you for the next one. Yay. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks, Carissa. <laughs>